What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, No Frame, No Game, part two. So just real quick, as I head into part two of No Frame, No Game, I just, if you haven't listened to part one of this, this episode, so if you haven't listened to No Frame, No Game, part one, then you don't, do not listen to this because this is not going to, without listening to part one first, this isn't going to make a lot of sense. This is an episode that builds on the back of another one. So without further ado, no frame, no game, part two. Where most people make a mistake here is they only build a two-sided frame. Their frame typically sounds something like this. They walk in and say, hey, about earlier, I'm, uh, I'm really sorry. I know that you said that I X, Y, Z, and I'm so like, I'm just sorry. I, like, I, and then they begin to justify the, the, the only thing is, is this, and they start to talk. They begin to start to paint the picture before they've built the rest of the frame. Most people don't even know that there's more of the frame that can be built. They don't realize that you can actually craft this, this beautiful conversation that's beneficial for both because most people don't want lawless gunfire. They don't want to be in a situation where you shoot at them and they shoot back at you. They want rules and structure and they want to know that you're going to follow them. And, and, and what's crazy is they'll follow the same thing. And that's actually the third side of the frame. Let's go back to our principal conversation. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time to come see me. I asked Mrs. So-and-so to send you to my office. <laughs> I'm sure that that's extremely stressful for you. It's been my experience that whenever I have to have a conversation like this, more often than not, somebody sitting in your seat is extremely worried or they've just kind of threw their hands up in the air and decided, I don't, I don't care what this guy's going to say. So see what he did? He rec recognition, I, I recognize where you are. And, and step two is known objection. Like the known objection is you're so scared you're not going to listen to me or you're going to throw your hands up because you don't care what I have to say. This is where the frame gets super, super powerful. The third leg of the frame are rules. So here's kind of what I was thinking. I would like to share with you what your teacher told me, what she expressed to me was the problem and, and where she has an issue with how you've behaved. You see what we did there is we recognize that this little person has this, this like position and emotion and we, we recognize that, hey, like I just, I just painted, not my opinion, but my experience says that you're sitting there feeling like this or this, and then we lay out the rules. But I would like to talk to you about that, and then I want to hear everything you have to say. But I don't want you to interrupt me. I want you to hear me out. And then I'll give you the same courtesy. We just put the third side of any frame on. Like, think about this. I've had this conversation with my daughters a hundred times. My oldest daughter, she, when she's upset, she's upset with a blade. Like, she will cut you. She has sharpened my ability to have this conversation with almost anyone. So I walk in and, and it requires me to say, look, we need to have a conversation. Now I recognize with her personality type, I have to be just a little bit more forceful. It's time for us to have a conversation. I know that you're extremely upset right now. I can't imagine what you're feeling. It's been my experience when somebody's as mad as you are, 
that it's nearly impossible for you to imagine that maybe whenever I did X, Y, Z, I was doing it from a different basis than what you're seeing. And yes, I did. Bop, bop, bop. Yes, I did. Bop, bop, bop. I made this decision because bop, bop, bop. But here's what I need to have happen. I need you to hear me out. I need you to take the time and listen to me. And I'm going to listen to you. I want you to have an opportunity to speak to this, but I need you to hear why this has happened up to this point. Loud and clear, when we leave this conversation, we, we are going to have listened to each other. We're going to have heard each other out. Recognition, known objections, and rules. And finally, permission. This is the single strongest, quickest part of the frame of any conversation ever. And it is. Okay. So simple, right? Okay. If you're, if you're more of a talk, talker, you can hit them with a, does that work for you? Some people are so upset that you can't even get a, You can't even get an utterance out of them. And so you just know, look, get a nod, get a anything, get an acknowledgement, get them to slam their pen down and look you dead in the eyes as sarcastically as possible. Because the second that they acknowledge, yes, they just signed a verbal contract with you. You just said to that person, I've got this thing. We need to have a conversation about it. I know you're upset. I know, like, I can only imagine what you're feeling. Here is the basis of where I'm coming from. My experience tells me that, it, like, or, or what I found is whenever you and I are in this situation, we want to murder each other. And I get that you're mad at me. I get that I did this. I get that I did that. I get that I didn't do this. I get that I didn't do that. But I just need you to hear me out and, and like, once we get to the end of it, like I, I'll be quiet and, and I'll just listen to what it is that you have to say next. Okay. Because one of the quickest ways to absolutely bomb a conversation is to just go in without establishing the, the verbal rules of this exchange that's getting ready to go down. Like even in, in the old West, whenever people were going to gunfight, right? They would back to back. They would walk 10 paces, turn around, fire. They would never just say, let's gunfight. And well, they would, but everybody, like everybody dies in that scenario. And typically a bunch of bystanders do too. Well, in these conversations, it's no different. You're pissed off in the moment at your spouse or at your, your, child or whoever, and everyone in the environment gets to hear it because you attack, they attack. Making yourself wait until you're at a place of calm, framing the conversation requires thought before you have the conversation. It requires that you calm yourself to a point that when you step into that conversation, you're clear enough on where they're coming from, where you're coming from, and what you need the rules to be. And it's not always the same. It's not always, hey, I need you to hear me out all the way to the end. My teacher in high school, what she said to me was, look, I recognize that, that you're a good young guy, that you're, like, you're extremely intelligent. I know you don't like to do homework, and I get that you would rather not sit in my class. I'm sure that I'm not the most exciting teacher that you've ever had. But the other students follow you. So I'd like to make a suggestion, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Is that okay? I just had a teacher ask me my permission if we can have a conversation like this has never happened before. Of course. Yeah. She boosted my ego. Yeah. All the other students follow you. She said, I would like to see if some of the more troublesome students would follow you if you tried to just act a little bit different. 
Like I'll kick some extra credit your way just for doing your homework. You need to get the bump on the grade so you can get out of the D range. Like look a little bit about me. I didn't conform well inside of the walls of school. I figured out first day I wanted to know like how does this teacher grade? How much of my tests, how much of my quiz and how much of my homework dictate my grade. And I would typically try to figure out the bare minimum I could do to pass because I was bored out of my gourd. I didn't feel like most of the classes that I was forced to take in high school were going to serve me for the rest of my life. That was wrong in several situations, but I still like, I just wasn't cut out for it. But this lady, she hacked me. She figured out that the way that I communicated is different than the way that I could communicate. And if she could figure out a way to get beyond the wall that I put up to separate myself from these teachers who had my entire school career just pretty much been on the attack at me as a response to how I acted, I deserved it, that maybe she could hack the system. And she was absolutely right. The rest of the year I dug in and I thought, yeah, like, let's see who will follow me. And she was right. I made her life so much easier. She made her life so much easier. She framed me perfectly. And she ended it perfectly. Is it cool if we have that conversation? Absolutely. I just gave her permission. She could have said anything after that because I just agreed to listen to her idea, whatever it was going to be. She could have said, I think you ought to sit out in the hall from now. And I couldn't have said no, but that's not what she did. She leveraged my influence to help her win at her job. Where in your life could you take this conversation? Where could you frame the conversation? For any of you who are in any kind of sales or management, this is an easy fill. You see what you do, most of you, you go in blind and you just start guns a-blazing. Hey, welcome to so-and-so XYZ, the home of the ABC, and here's what we're going to do for you. You have absolutely no idea who you're talking to. You haven't gotten their permission to sell them anything yet. You haven't got the permission to get to even know them better. You see, simply the walk of introductions is a frame in most cases. Hi, I'm Michael. Nice to meet you. And your name is? Super. What can I do to help? Like you're building a frame, the framework for an ongoing conversation. In this is just a little bit more strategic because it's a little bit more complicated. Typically what you're doing is pulling your foot out of a mess that you stepped in. But you can, apply, you can apply this framework to sales, negotiation, marketing, print, radio, like e-commerce, social media. It doesn't matter. Wherever you're selling a product, wherever you're staging or, or building, when, or wherever you need to step in and have a conversation, the frame is one of the most powerful tools you can use. So our words just aren't these things that fly out of our mouth with this nonsensical approach that most people use. Most people just let their, like they just run and run and run out of their mouth. And it's absurd that some of the people who make it to some of the spots saying some of the things that they say, like my mind's just blown. And I look at them and I think, what would your life look like if you would learn how to frame a conversation? What would your life look like? If you truly believed in this statement, no frame, no game. Savvy?